Welcome to the Fertility Podcast Bite Size, where the aim is to answer the questions that you want to know when Dr. Google just ain't cutting it. Maybe you've been in front of a consultant and have left and it's still keeping you awake at night. Or maybe you've been asking online and still aren't satisfied. So we've brought together the many experts that we've met, as well as asking brands who want to help you understand things better to share their wisdom in a bite-sized chunk. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you will know that on the Fertility Podcast, we have covered a lot of topics to help you learn more about your fertility. So if you've just found this podcast, do go and have a listen to our last couple of series as we've really mapped out what you need to be thinking about. What you're going to get here is a snippet of something useful, a bite-sized chunk of information on what can be an extremely overwhelming topic. Today we're going to be hearing from Lucy Lines, an experienced embryologist and fertility educator who, to her own admission, has assessed over 100,000 embryos. So we knew she would be a really great person to talk to about egg quality and egg health. Now Lucy is one of 143 experts answering more of your questions over at FertyAlley.com, who we've been working with to bring you this bite-sized chunk of useful information. Now we asked Lucy to explain more about our eggs, to demystify how many we lose per cycle, and to explain why our egg quality declines. Usually in a cohort of eggs growing up to an ovulation, there's usually somewhere between 10 and 30 eggs in a cohort, and one of those will be ovulated. So we ovulate one egg per month, but we've lost somewhere between 10 and 30 eggs each month. So you actually had the most eggs you'll ever have three months before you were born and you started losing them already before you were even born. So um, by the time you get to wanting to start a family at 30 or 35 or 40, um, those eggs have been sitting in your body all of that time. So they've been subjected to everything that you've done in your life up until then. If you've starved yourself, overeaten, worked out really hard, not worked out at all, binge drinking all the way through your 20s, whatever, all sorts of different things can impact how the environment that those eggs are in throughout that time. So by the time you get to starting a family, those eggs have been subjected to all of that and and all of that will impact the egg quality. Also, things break down in the eggs over that time. So by the time we're 35, we have fewer mitochondria and they function less well. And the mitochondria are the part of the egg that are really responsible for how resilient the egg is going to be through those first three days of development. So from fertilization through to day three, it's really important that we support our mitochondria as much as we can. We also wanted to know what the relationship is between fertility and egg quality. So if your eggs are not very resilient, then they may have difficulty making it through those first three days of development before the embryonic genome really switches on. So the embryo takes over control of its development and growth from about day four. And if your eggs aren't very good, then they may not be able to make it through those three days. So it's going to impact your fertility. Now, we all know the importance of a healthy diet. Lucy talks us through what foods can help our egg quality. So the Mediterranean diet is the main thing that's been linked with egg health and egg resilience, I like to call it. Um, There are are two factors to egg quality, and one is um, what you're born with. And the other is the bits that you can change through diet and lifestyle. And I like to call that the resilience of the egg. And the foods that improve that um, are those that are incorporated in the, in the Mediterranean diet generally. So um, healthy fats, 
lots and lots of antioxidants, lots of really colourful food, fresh fruit and veggies, all of those things that we know constitute a healthy diet um, and definitely a reduction in sugar and ultra-processed foods. Now, we always see questions about poor egg quality and what could be done. So we asked Lucy about whether it can cause serious problems such as Down syndrome or other genetic diseases. No. Down syndrome is caused by a chromosomal abnormality, which is when there are too many copies of chromosome number 21. So normally in eggs, we have one copy of each chromosome and sperm have one copy of each chromosome. And when they get together, we have two copies of each chromosome, one from mum and one from dad. With Down syndrome, there are three copies of chromosome number 21. And that can happen because one of the eggs had, or the egg that was fertilized happened to have two copies or that the sperm happened to have two copies it's a it's a, a mix-up basically when i talk about egg quality again i'm talking about egg resilience how resilient the egg is and i think when when ivf clinics are talking about egg quality sometimes they get confused between the bit you're born with the genetics of the egg and the resilience of the egg but when we're talking about diet and lifestyle and supplements and, and all of that stuff, it's all about the resilience of the egg. You can't change the genetic component of the egg. So all of those things we read about, the Mediterranean diet, the CoQ10, all of those things are all pertaining to the resilience of the egg, not the genetic composition of the egg. The genetic composition of the egg is predetermined. You can't change it. It just is what it is. It's either carrot or celery and you can't change it from being carrot or celery. It just is what it is. Now, you might be listening to this as you're heading into an IVF cycle and may well have read about the number of eggs to expect. Now, Lucy explains what you need in IVF and why eggs might not fertilise. When we collect eggs for IVF, we're collecting all of the eggs from one cohort of eggs that were previously growing up to just one ovulation. So when we ovulate, we only ovulate one egg and all the other eggs in that cohort die out. And that's probably because most of them weren't up to the task. So when we do IVF, we collect all of the eggs from that cohort. We have to expect that there are gonna be some in there that just aren't up to the task. They're not good enough. And that's only natural and to be expected. So to hear more from Lucy, do check out fertiality.com where you can find over 1500 videos of experts answering the questions that you want to know more about your fertility. Kate and I work with Fertiality, bringing the experts that we've spoken to on this podcast together to help them create more of their brilliant videos. And we're always on a mission to get you credible information. So do make sure you subscribe to the Fertility Podcast feed so you can get your bite-sized chunk of useful information every Friday.